Best Western made booking our family beach vacation a breeze, and it felt a little like... <laughs> Time to go. Okay, kids, back in the room. Good night. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western. Welcome to Rossin to the Rescue, my podcast about the secrets to avoiding everyday dangers and worst case, catastrophes. They happen. I'm Jeff Rossin, host of the NBC Today Show's Rossin Reports. My new book, Rossin to the Rescue, is out now. I hope you'll check it out. You can buy it at any bookstore. You can go online. We make it really easy for you, and it's going to save you some money and maybe save your life. This week, I'm sharing some of the grossest things I have learned over my career, and I have seen some pretty gross stuff. And first up, we're talking about mold. Kara's back. Hey, Kara. Hi, Jeff. Love mold. One of my favorite topics. How are you? <laughs> That's weird. Uh, but let's get past that. Um, I'm good. I'm good. So things are going to get a little bit gross today, but here goes. Hidden mold. Where is it hiding in your home? You're so excited about mold. It's so great to find it and then not have it in your house anymore. So as a person who's read the book, I feel like I've beaten mold, and now I'm just excited to proselytize about it. Proselytize about it. See, it's a double word score on the podcast. (laughs) Be smart to all your friends. Yeah, there are a lot of places that mold uh, grows, Um, places you wouldn't think about. I'm going to just list them off right now. Um, Under your sink, because mold loves moisture, right? So think about under your sink. It's where you have all your cleaning bottles. If your house is anything like mine, all your cleaning bottles down there, you barely ever check around. But those pipes down there, like from your sink, will often have a drip, drip, drip. It's not creating a flood or anything like that, but it's creating enough moisture to breed mold. And where is the mold growing? Right near your cleaning supplies. So think of the irony there. So you want to go under there once every month, take out all the bottles, Check the bottoms of the bottles. Check out the cabinet, you know, beneath. Wipe it down with a wet paper towel to make sure you're getting rid of anything you see that could be black or anything anything you could even mistake for mold. Get rid of it and make sure you don't have a leak down there and tighten up uh, using a plumber if you don't know how to do it so you don't create a, a huge flood in your house. But um, make, make sure you do that to avoid mold. Some other places... Um, you know the little sponge holder? We, you, in my house, we have a little sponge holder that sort of like suctions on to the side of the sink. Believe it or not, again, there is moisture because you use the sponge, you put it back in the in the holder, mold can actually form right in that sponge holder where your sponge is, again, what you're using to clean plates and clean things. Irony. Dripping with irony. In your shower, you were saying you love this tip from the book. Um we, my wife has like all of these products in the shower. It's like I use like one shampoo and conditioner. She has like ninety. I don't I don't know what she does in there. Maybe you can answer that, but I don't know whatever. So she's got all these, and she only uses some of them every once in a while. So some of them just sit there, and they get the water on it from the shower. Then it dries. Then they have the water again, and it dries, and they don't move. And mold can grow on the bottoms of those bottles, especially if you haven't taken the tag off on the bottom because mold loves paper, that kind of consistency. So take the tags off all your bottles, first of all, when they're going into the shower or getting wet, and pick those up every once in a while and wipe the bottom of them. 
I'm going to go even further and say pick those up in a once in a while. And if they have mold on them, which many of mine did after I checked, maybe throw them out. You're not using them yeah, that often anyway. That's what I'm saying. Or don't buy 90 bottles, honey, if you're listening. <laughs> So mold is obviously really gross, but it's also dangerous. What are some of the dangers associated with having mold in your home? It's, if it's airborne, it can make you very, very sick. I mean, you can have, I'm going to use all the words that are going to be gross, you know, the vomiting, the diarrhea, all that gross stuff. Um, and it, it can hurt your respiration. It can be respiratory issues. Mold can get airborne pretty easily. So you want to be very careful about that. And which rooms are the biggest culprits for hidden mold? We talked about the kitchen area and the bathroom where there's obviously water, but what are some other places you might not think of? It's your washing machine, uh, your laundry room, especially front-loading washers, because, again, there's moisture that builds up in there. You know that little uh, rubber ring when you first open the door to the to the washing machine? That can get a lot of mold on it because um, washing cycles are happening, then it's drying, washing cycles are happening. So you need to, every once in a while... Take, take a wet paper towel and rub around that ring. I went into mine, and I do this once every month or so. I just went in there the other day, and it was filled with mold again. I mean, it just happens over and over. I bet if you're listening right now and you go to your front-loading washer and you see it, you will see mold. Don't freak out. Just get a wet paper towel and wipe it very well and try to do it pretty regularly. So after you've pressed pause and gone to do that, um, what should you do if you find mold in your house? Should you call a mold inspector? Yeah, you probably if you find a lot of mold in your house, especially if it's on the walls, that can indicate a much bigger problem that's inside the walls. A black mold is terrible, of course, and very dangerous. So you you do want to call a professional mold inspector, and I would give you the same. We we go into deeper detail in in the book about this because we did a sting about mold inspectors. We had a bunch of guys come out. We actually used black. We used eyeshadow, and we put it onto the floorboards to see if they think it's mold. And several of them did, and we're going to charge us like fifteen thousand dollars to rip our floors out even though it was just eyeshadow so make sure you have a a a reputable mold contractor and in the book ross and to the rescue available now uh we do have all those tips for you about how to find that person and the ways to avoid getting ripped off by that but yes ideally you want a professional mold inspector that's reputable to come in and take care of that All right. So moving on to another topic that's of particular terror to a lot of people, bedbugs. Disgusting. Since you love gross things, this may be the... Oh, no. No, no. No bugs. I'm not interested in bugs. Yeah, bedbugs are uh, pretty crazy. Everyone freaks out with bedbugs, right? Because we know how hard they are to get rid of. I wish they weren't one of our worst enemies, but they are. I actually spoke to someone from the National Pest Management Association, and here is the lowdown directly from them from our audiobook. If it seems like bed bugs are more common than they used to be, well, that's actually the case. That's real. There are more, says Missy Henriksen, who worked for the National Pest Management Association. One reason, she says, is travel, increased international travel. Also, people are getting out and enjoying the world more. We can't win, right? When society gets to the point when people want to go out and enjoy the world, we're punished with bed bugs. And as everyone unlucky enough who's gotten bed bugs knows, if they invade your home, it can mean a whopping extermination bill, the never-ending cleaning or torching of old clothes, bedding, even furniture, and weeks of hassle. So here's how to spot them. When climbing into a hotel bed, inspect it carefully. You're looking for three things, explains Henriksen. You're looking for the bug itself, a small apple seed looking bug. 
you're looking for blood droplets that would be on the bed, which is evidence they've been feeding on a human. Grossed out yet? And you're also looking for pepper-like flakes, which is evidence of their droppings or leave-behinds. I've never heard that term until she used it, leave-behinds. You then want to pull back the sheets, pull back the linens, and inspect the mattress and the mattress cover. Look for small brown bugs and the droplets. Okay, some real talk here. This is tricky to do, especially if the hotel bedspread is dark or brown. So she says, you definitely have a better chance of seeing them there if you pay special attention to the white fabric. And now for the bad news. Just because the bed bugs are not in the hotel bed does not necessarily mean you're in the clear. Unfortunately, the word bed bug is a misnomer, she says. They can also be in picture frames, electrical sockets, your furniture, your clothes, lots of other places. Awesome. Given that, she suggests that if there's a bed bug outbreak near you, you want to be extra vigilant. It's important to check your clothes, check yourself when you get back home. If, for example, you go to a movie theater that has recently hosted some bed bugs, then just to be on the safe side, why not immediately put your clothes in the washer and wash at a hot temperature? Worst case scenario, what if you spot the bed bugs at home? Two words of advice, act now. The females can reproduce up to 400 offspring, explains Henriksen. The sooner you get to the infestation, the better. The only way to properly deal with these is a trained and licensed professional. These are tough bugs to eliminate, she says. 400 offspring, think about that. I thought my three kids were a handful. We'll be right back after this. Okay, so if you think that you might have bed bugs, what's the first thing that you should do? You need to call uh, a professional, a bed bug exterminator, to get rid of them because this is one of those where you just can't do it yourself. You really need someone to come in because those bed bugs get everywhere. Do you, be- do you know the females can have 400 offspring? And there's not just one, you're not just going to have one bed bug. So multiply hundreds by hundreds more and you have thousands all over your house. And remember, we call them bed bugs, but those things will latch onto whatever they can latch onto, your clothes. You, you get dressed, you take your clothes to work, now everyone at work has bed bugs. That's the reason that anyone with bed bugs has no friends, because no one wants to hang around with somebody with bed bugs. So if you sense that, and the way to sense that is to check your sheets. And if you're in a hotel, I recommend doing this all the time. Check the mattress. Take the bedding off. Look at the mattress itself. They're microscopic. They're little, but you can usually, if you look very, very closely, you can see them clustered and stuff. So you want to look, check for bed bugs. And if you see them, get the hell out of that hotel, report it. And if it's in your house, call a professional. Obviously, you want the right person dealing with this situation. Do you have any tips on finding a great professional that you can trust to help? Yeah, This is the same advice we give for other areas, which is right now, today, talk to your friends to see if they've ever had bed bugs before. Did they use somebody they were happy with, not happy with? I always recommend for any of these emergencies, and I do consider bed bugs an emergency, instead of at that moment being like, oh, yeah, yeah, and going on Google and trying to find the first person that'll come, have somebody in your phone already that's bed bug, you know, just program them as bed bug. So when you call up, you know somebody's reputable and they can come over. Ask now before you need later. Do you have any 
tips for dealing with the stress and anxiety of having bed bugs? It's obviously a kind of shameful and also disgusting situation. Well, you're going to need new friends. That's number one. New friends immediately. The, the key here is it's stressful, but you can get rid of them. There are ways to get rid of them. The professionals can help. There are ways to wash. Uh, there are ways to wash your clothes. There are certain, and we get into it in the book a bit, there are certain ways to wash your clothes to make sure you get the bed bugs out. So it's not, it will not be a total loss. It's not like a fire or a flood hitting your house. Thanks, Jeff. I'm always happy to talk about mold, less so about bugs, but I feel much more armed now. Mental note. Thank you very much. And thank you, Kara. Thank you for listening. Leave a review or rating on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And check out Rossum to the Rescue at any bookstore now for even more life-saving advice like what you just heard on this podcast. Have a great day. Best Western made booking our family beach vacation a breeze, and it felt a little like... (laughs) Time to go. Okay, kids, back in the room. Good night. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western.